0: Welcome everybody, I'm your host Brian Basilico and this is the podcast where you learn to make your business sizzle online. So are you ready to fry up some new business? Hey peeps, you never realize how much stuff you have until you have to move it. We all have closets and drawers and other hiding places where we keep our stuff organized and out of sight. Simply go to any closet or dresser and lay out all the stuff on the floor, and you'll see what I mean. Now imagine doing that for every closet, dresser, and shelf or bin you have in your home or office. In the process of prepping our home for sale, which finally did sell last week, I already moved my desk and cleaned out my office closet. That was a major purge of labels for business card CDs, plastic CD cases, tons of stuff that was just not used anymore. They all had a, someday I'll need this kind of status when I store them. But they went to a, why did I keep this status when I was faced with the prospect of putting it in a box and moving it into a smaller house a thousand miles away. My goal is to fill up an 8x8x8 container with all the stuff we need to take. It's been an almost year-long journey to empty out this 3,500 square foot house with over 40 years of stuff collected from Kim's and my 60 years of life each. We're in the final phases of selling our furniture and I just sold my desk and that means moving my office equipment again and to move the desk out while still running a business. Now, when it comes to marketing a business, people often conflate more as a good thing. Clients often ask, how can I get more traffic to our website? Or, how can we create more engagement on social media? That more often comes with a cost. It takes money to drive traffic to your website emails, or other social posts, because traffic is a commodity that often costs money in the form of advertising. There's no easy way to assure even the most targeted ads are going to attract the kind of customers who have the need, budget, or desire to work with a company that is new to them. Businesses often try to reach the broadest audience possible with the idea that the bigger the reach, the better chance of finding that perfect new customer. What I've found is it can be effective to reach a bigger audience, but when you look at the actual cost of acquisition of new customers, it can often be a big waste of time and money. So how do we find new buyers if we don't want to spray and pray with our advertising dollars? When social media was just starting out, experts were touting build your audience. All the email gurus talk about build your list. Many affiliate marketers would not even talk to you unless you had an email list that had 5,000 people on it. Social media people would not want to come on my podcast unless I could prove to them that I had at least 10,000 fans or followers. LinkedIn marketing gurus want you to hit your 30,000 connection limit. I'm here to tell you I've tried all that and yet the results were less than stellar. You can collect names like Pokemon cards, but keeping people on your lists when all you do is try to sell stuff is like playing a game of Whack-A-Mole. Social media has limited what people can see, so you're lucky if 2% of your audience ever sees your stuff without you having to buy ads. Email is getting harder to deliver because of spam-blocking software. Many lists are considered doing great when they get 20% opens and 5% click-throughs. So people keep adding more and more people with the hope that more and more will see it. Now this has caused me to rethink my methods and i can say it's removed a lot of stress wasted time and clutter by purging so let me ask you a question what do you think is easier could you convince 10 people to spend $1000 per month or could you sell a thousand people to spend $10 a month most people believe it's easier to get people to spend $10 But did you notice I said convince 10 versus sell 1,000? Both will have attrition and will require you to continue to replace those who drop off your programs. But there's one key difference that stands out to me. It's easier to communicate with 10 people than it is to engage 1,000. People will only keep buying if they feel that what you have to sell has value in it. Those thousand people will be a mix of some who find value while others will just forget or ignore the $10 monthly charge. But those 10 people will only pay $1,000 a month if they find real value in what you're providing. It's kind of hard to get people to ignore a $1,000 a month or more charge. I often work with businesses that understand ROI, return on investment. I ask them, what does one customer mean to you in the case of sales and additional income? Usually, one customer equates to thousands or tens of thousands of dollars in sales. So, we work hard to attract a few new prospects and continue to communicate with them with the hope of turning one of those 10 people into a new customer. The beauty of only focusing on 10 people at a time is that you can communicate with two people per day, five days a week, and reach every single person with a personal exchange of ideas and information. It's so much easier to maintain an authentic, profitable relationship with a smaller and more focused audience than trying to please 1,000 differing personalities, situations, and needs. Now, I understand every business has different products, services, and audiences but I think it's worth looking into about how you can sell more and how you can get the same or even better results with less. I'm not suggesting taking all of your clients' files and placing them on the floor and purging the ones that are not profitable, like I did with all of my office supplies. I'm suggesting looking at your business, your time, and your methods to see if you can simplify the process by building better relationships instead of trying to build bigger audiences. So as we start to pack up items, we're having an internal conversation with ourselves. Do we really need this? The joy of recycling or donating stuff is real because you never know if you need it again but we can always buy it again. When it comes to moving, call me Captain Obvious, but moving less takes less time. Thank you for letting us sprinkle some bacon bits into your brains. Want some more? Learn more about this podcast and our guest experts at baconpodcast.com. Have questions? Send them to askbrian at baconpodcast.com. Until next time, keep sizzling. And remember, it's all about the bacon.